Have you ever wondered why the Dilophosaurus attacks Nedry in his car? Have you ever wondered why Darth Vader has a red lightsaber? Or have you ever wondered if Kevin Malone is really the most intelligent person in the office? All that and more on... This is not a drill. It's like arterial spray just straight up their face. Batteries are dead. He's still going, folks. Goof! Do it again! No! No! <laughs> I would leave my wife and child in this place. Welcome back to Not A Joe Podcast. This is your host, Stat, and I'm here with my uh, conspirator co-host, Chris Danger. Hi! Hi. Holy smokes. Hi. Is that how strong I came on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a whirlwind. You're just like, hi! <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, no, welcome, welcome to Not A Joe Podcast. Uh, Chris Danger and Stat here, as always. Uh, we're coming to you today. Uh, yeah, we're in the bunker. Yeah, we're in the bunker. Uh, however, you know there's there's you know a fire yeah. fast approaching That's our bunker. Oh, dude, it's been the worst. Waking up every morning for the last week, and there's just a thick haze of, of smoke. Yeah, I woke the, up the other morning and I could I could smell the smoke inside my house, and that was like yeah. the first day when it was really bad. It was like two or three days ago. I could yeah. I woke up and it smelled smoke, and was I was scared that, that something was on fire. Was that Thursday? Thursday yeah, it was like th- yeah. Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Um, I was going home Thursday, saw the billowy, billowy, is that the right? Billowing. Billowing smoke from the mountains mm-hmm. uh, at the South Point, you know, down there in the southern parts of the valley. And uh, yeah, sure enough, it's uh, up to 80,000 acres inside the mountain that is yeah. burning. It's uh, crested the the mountain. It's now over the top. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple cities down the south have been completely yeah, evacuated. people are evacuating. Um, it's crazy. You can look up into the hills and you can see the flames. We were we were driving back from seeing the movie Predator yesterday, hmm. uh, and sure enough, we we get to the point of the mountain up there by Draper, right? Mm-hmm. And we come around the point, and you can see the the raging fire from yeah. that point. So from raging. point to point, yeah, you can see ferocious, it. ferocious. It looks like. Mordor. <laughs> if I had a fan theory, it's that God hates Utah, and uh, he's turning it into Lord of the Rings. He goes, if you want your Fanex Comic Con thing here every year, great. Here you go. Let's give you something no one else has. They're building the Eye uh, of Sauron up, up, in the, real up in the mountains. Mordor. Oh man. Uh, but yeah. So uh, don't get burned. Don't because you live a lot closer to it than I do. Well, and that was the that was the other challenge. Friday, I went to work. And uh, at work, we were saying like, you know, if people, because you could smell it in the office, mm-hmm. like it was, uh, it was, it's all over the valley. And uh, they said, if someone comes to you and says, "Hey, I'm not feeling good," it might be like some smoke inhalation. They said, we need to take care of this sensitively. We need to, you know, probably mm-hmm. let them go home or you know, mm-hmm. see what they need. And and I just was like, there's no point in me going home because my office is north of where I live. Yeah. And if I go you're, south, I'm you're just going to get worse. You're getting away from yeah. the smoke by going I to work. I am safer yeah. in my office. Stay but, at work. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's bad. It's uh, really bad. Apparently, too, the, uh, the county, I don't know if it's the county or the cities down there, uh, they made an announcement Saturday morning. They're planning hmm. on uh, suing the state. Whoa. Um, because the state, the fire was started by lightning. Mm. The um, state was aware and did nothing 
about it. Negligence. Classic state of Utah. Um, and so they did nothing for four days. And that's why it's what? now raging out of control. That's crazy. It's because no one was allowed. The state was like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, we'll just let it go. And so now that it's out of control and it's encroaching on people's homes. And hmm. Luckily, no homes yet have been destroyed. No one has lost any life. Uh, so really, it's just inconvenience and you know these people being evacuated but still they evacuated them not just for their safety but a lot of the people who evacuated were also told like take what you need you know yeah. grab what you can so and i that's, have a, a couple friends a couple friends at work that i saw who uh on social media said hey if you need i have a truck you you know message me and i got a truck that can tow and let's get your stuff yeah. so that's kind of cool too yeah good you know? for them helping so, out yeah, it's just it's a weird, weird, uh, weird end of summer because it smells like hickory out there. It's <laughs> great, but then uh, there's a hint of plastic. Yeah, <laughs> well, and where we live, that that type of stuff doesn't happen all the time. Like every year, there's going to be Californians raging in, excuse yeah. me, fires, fires raging in California. California, Californians raging. are raging on fire, uh, and on the East Coast, there's always like a hurricane every other year. Or so and Is that flooding and everything. It? Is that why they call it a flaming liberal? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There you go. Uh, straight from either. San Fran. I don't care. Uh, no, but it's it's weird, though, because I feel like where we live, th- nothing really ever goes on I- yeah. at that level, at that caliber. Well, that's that's the other thing. The state of Utah does not usually have wildfires of this magnitude. Yeah. And they also do a really poor job of control burning around the state. So that's the other issue we're having is that we could have prevented a lot of this by just you know naturally they just call burning. it uncontrolled burning yeah they just go uh you mean the fires the south <laughs> um but uh and a lot of our our uh, resources have been tied up with all the other fires in california and mm-hmm. nevada and colorado and new mexico like they were it, this year they were everywhere and uh, utah is one of those states that will go out and help other states and they did and so uh I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know if that means, like, firefighters are just like, dude, I'm tired. I can't do this. I also don't know. I mean, this is obviously a type of fire. This is not like a house fire. So it's not your run-of-the-mill firefighter who's going up there and... Yeah. and But they have to... They, like, bulldozed a bunch of stuff at the mountains. Mm-hmm. So they can create a line. Like a fire line. Yeah, if the fire gets to it, it'll it'll stop. But then the, the wind's picked up, and there's a fire up in Salt Lake and Harriman yesterday. Big old raging one. I tell you, someone hates Utah. Raging. 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 Those raging fires. <laughs> raging. Man, it's the summer of the raging fire. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> that would make a good, not a band name, but like an album name raging for a fire. band. The summer of the raging fire. <laughs> you know? I claim it! It might be like a, com- like a compilation album. Like, greatest hits. Summer of raging summer fire. Summer of raging fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, before we get into uh, today's episode... Uh, we are What not are we drinking? Pepsi! Pepsi! Styrofoam cups! Pepsi! Pepsi! Okay, so I, I did something a little different with the drinks this time. I just got straight fountain drinks. I didn't add anything to it. There's no mix-ins. There's nothing. It's just a straight fountain drink, but it's something that I've never tried before. I don't know if you've tried it or not. Mountain Dew has a new flavor. Oh, it does? It is goji berry, citrus, strawberry, Mountain Dew. That it, sounds like they went to So Delicious and yeah, mixed it. Right, they, right? They're like, you guys are doing such a great job. Right. We would that's, like to. T- that's why I didn't put any mix-ins. Because I was like, man, if I add anything else, it's going to get way out of control. <laughs> Say it again. This what is, is it already called? bonkers. What is uh, it called? It's, it's goji berry, citrus, strawberry, Mountain Dew. 
goji berry. Goji berry, citrus, citrus. and citrus is just kind of catch all for any sort of citrus fruit, I guess. And strawberry, strawberry. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Try this is how long has this been out? I don't know. I well, actually, I've seen it uh, for about a few weeks now, but this is the first time I've actually tried it. Is this like Mountain Dew trying to like double down on Baja Blast? I don't know. Maybe give you the craziest other Baja Blast is so good, and you can find it outside of Taco Bell's now. Yeah, yeah. I have some in my fridge downstairs because it's happy. Why are we not drinking that? I don't share. <laughs> no way. Mm. Is there like vanilla in it? it? Tastes like there's. It's straight out of the fountain. It's just. That's good. It's just pure goji berry, citrus, and strawberry. I wonder if it's the goji berry. It tastes like vanilla? Are you getting hints of vanilla? Yeah, I don't know what goji berry is. It's red? I don't know. Goji berry. Goji berry. It's um it's got a very like tropical flavor to it. Yeah, but it's not it doesn't bite you. Mm-mm. Like some some of those tropical soda drinks or whatever it's it's kind of potent, mm. potent potables. <laughs> um this one's smooth. I kind of like it. Yeah. So what's the official name good. for this? Like like there's like Mountain Dew Live Wire. <laughs> no, that's, not... that's what it's called. Sh- Mountain Dew me? Goji Citrus Strawberry. As far as I know, that's Goji Citrus <laughs> They should just call it the the Mountain Dew GSS, like, yeah. <laughs> or GCS, I guess. That's, uh, that, that's what the the label on the fountain look like. Do Goji new drink I'm citrus strawberry Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah, there's no name to it. It's just Goji Citrus. Oh, it says pre. I, I looked it up. Previously known as Aurora in Japan. Mount, Mountain Dew Aurora. This is straight. This is straight from. Wait for it. This is straight from Mountain Dew there's a, there's a whole Wikipedia-style website Get on just Mountain Dew. I might I have to look into this a little bit. I found Mountain Dew on What Wikipedia. other flavors are we missing? Is it Mount... Yeah, that kind of angers me now. Oh, like, listen to this. Goji Citrus Strawberry is the fifth strawberry flavor of Mountain Dew. The first being called Supernova. The second being Strawberry. The third being Game Fuel, Electrifying Berry. And the fourth being Kickstart. Strawberry Ooh. kiwi. Oh, the Kickstarts those little cans. Is this the the website you're reading this from? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Dot Wikia. Yeah, Wikia. Com. Wikia. Goji Citrus Strawberry was first released in bottles and cans in Japan as Aurora, before being released in fountain only in the United States. What is it? What is it that makes it? Dang. What determines that it's a fountain only? Like I get the whole. I guess they I, don't ship bottles here. They just ship the the bags of syrup. Yeah, but that seems weird. Like you're you're banking on a a one time stop kind of like I don't I don't usually go. Oh, that can is beautiful. It's a little I don't Japanese usually, can. I don't usually go to the gas station and get a fountain drink. I usually go and get a bottle drink. Mm-hmm. Or I'm at the store and I want to get a bottle or can drink. Like it seems like there should be. I don't know. This probably comes down to something. I don't know. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. It tastes good, though. I like it. But see, Baja Blast made sense why it was like a Taco Bell exclusive. But that's because Taco Bell, from my understanding, I could be wrong. Taco Bell went to Mountain Dew or they're owned by the same group or whatever and was like, hey, we want we want like a, a soda drink that's just ours. Mountain Dew made Baja Blast. It, it went off crazy. So Taco Bell had it on like lockdown. Well, they also have the sangria flavor. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> mm. Oh, man. This is delicious. Thank you, Japanese. I'm so glad they're sharing now. <laughs> Do you remember when they decided to bomb us? 
Uh, I wasn't around for that. Oh, I wasn't either. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, head down to, I, I, I guess, gas stations. That's the only place I've seen it. Head down to some gas station near what, you. What and station get some, did you get this from? I got this from Chevron. Mm. I've seen it in Maverick, too, though. Was it um, the Chevron over here? Yeah, by oh, Chevron yeah. Bay House. Um, yeah, uh, Mountain Dew Goji Berry Citrus Strawberry. It's pretty good. I like it. Goji Would you drink berry. it again? Yeah. Like, would you go get another, yeah. a refill of this? Yeah. I probably would. I might tweet at Mountain Dew uh, that, that they need to make this in bottles so I can Dude, have it Dude, Mountain Dew work. is going to get some mad exposure from Not A Drill <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Do you know who we are? You know what else? You- I, I had a funny story that I want to share with you and with the rest of our listeners. Uh, my brother was over at our house yesterday, and I was sipping on a soda just like this. Sipping on a soda? I was soda. sipping on a soda, and he looked at me with this look on his face, and he goes, he goes, oh, that... That sounds like your podcast. <laughs> You're just like, like, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I was doing the whole like. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, mm. that's smooth. Mm. Smooth. It's mm. like sitting on a front porch in the summer. Goji. How do you spell goji? G O J I J I berry. I want to see what this is. I bought some from Winco once, and they're all dried and dehydrated. They look like little shriveled up raisins, oh, which is yeah. funny because raisins are already shriveled, but yeah, yeah. there you go. Shriveled yeah. up raisins. They look like shriveled up uh, like chili peppers. Like red hot ones? Or? Yeah. They're the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> you know, if you listen to those, you're going to the bad place. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That that disappoints me because yeah. I, I love we okay all right by the way having a blast did we talk about that on the last episode the good place yeah a little bit yeah Uh, we we mentioned that you had started it i'm i'm like four more episodes in or something like that hit it is the strangest uh, some uh, you find out she's not the only one who's not supposed to be there that's the other place i've gotten to uh michael has decided he needs to leave oh it's the great shriek yeah what's it called the great shriek the final shriek final shriek final shriek uh janet is still my favorite character dude janet is the the character no, like she is bomb i love her she they ask her to do so much not the actors the the story right like mm-hmm. what the story's asking her to do and she delivers that awkward uncomfortable yet understandable mm-hmm. approach where you like you're watching and you go well, she's being overly sexual, and then they justify why. They go, well, we, we wanted her to be a little bit more, you know, relaxed, and for whatever reason, it's just gone sexual, and like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, like, you become instantly okay with it, because you understand it's it's born in innocence, yeah. and she's trying, but it, but then when she, like, turns it off, and she turns on something, and you're like, okay, or she yeah. tells Michael she, she would never miss him, because she's not programmed to feel. Yeah. And the way she delivers that, that's not how she says it, but the way she delivers But she's all line, happy and cheery. Yeah, she's just, it's like... Super nonchalant. <laughs> just, she cracks... Because she's the one variable, I feel like. Because they, they can make her do whatever they want. Like, yeah. the story can make her... I, I just see her coming out in one episode dressed as Rambo. Randomly. She like, have you met have you met the people from the Bad Place mm-mm. yet? Okay, no. Okay, I'm just just, now. just wait just wait for Janet in that episode. Anyway, uh, the character uh-huh. of Janet is amazing because I I agree with what you're saying. The way that she expresses certain things, where people are like like someone's hugging her and they're like, "Oh, Janet, I'm gonna miss you so much. Will, will you remember me? Will you think of me?" And she's got this grin Smile. on her face. <laughs> no, I will not remember will you not. because I have no capacity to feel. <laughs> you're just like but you love her she's wonderful and that actress she just kills it and so she she should get a she should she should she 
She should sell seashores by the seashore. An Oscar. Anyways. Um, yeah. we, we may have to actually revisit The Good Place once you finish all two seasons that are on Netflix because... Have you finished the second one? No. Started okay. it. Okay. Super good. Um, but I, I really want to talk about it, especially in the context of today's episode, because today's episode of Not A Drill Podcast is all about fan theories. Mm-hmm fan theories uh meaning that there's some piece of content out there books movies tv shows whatever it is some piece of media and the fans themselves come up with theories to explain things that are happening in universe right um and i would love to talk about the good place but we can't because you need to finish it yeah so we may have to revisit yeah. that. Okay. Uh, okay. But I got a lot of good fan theories lined up here. A lot of them, I uh, I wouldn't say I agree with them. Like, I'm not like, yeah, that is what, what was intended. But a lot of them I see the merit in. Right. Like, I go like, oh, yeah, that's a really good point. Some of them I hear about and I go, no, that's dumb. That's <laughs> that, like, you're just, you're trying to fill a void that was never intended. Um, but I, th- I feel like there's different types of fan theories. So... Let, let's kind of lay one out for a bit, and we'll talk about it, and then we'll we'll kind of discuss how it might differ from other fan theories. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Yeah, just say yes because I know you have I've Jurassic Park. Uh, so I watched I watched the one on Netflix, the first one. Oh yeah, with, that's the one we're talking about. Yeah, with my five year old. Oh, and he loves it. You, okay, good. <laughs> He's not afraid of it. I was terrified of it. Yeah. When I was a kid. The scene where the T Rex eats the guy sitting on the toilet. Oh, yeah. The guy runs to the bathroom yeah. to hide, and hide the T Rex just busts it down like yeah. he's the big bad wolf yeah. with the house made of straw. It's terrifying. Terrified me, and yeah. you know what else is what's more terrifying? Jeff Goldblum's open shirt. Mm. That terrifies me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love. I actually do. I love Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, there, so there's a scene in Jurassic Park. So here's a, here's a fan theory. There's a scene in Jurassic Park where Nedry, uh-huh. uh, Newman, Newman for, for the, Newman for those uh, uh, for those uh, of us uh, that are uh. educated and refined um, is trying to drive away from the island and he's got all the data and and, and dinosaur DNA on his DNA. you know in his little in his little truck and it's raining and it's muddy and he crashes his car and he's got to tow it out yeah. right and there's a dinosaur I had to look this up because I had no idea what he was called but there was a dinosaur <laughs> called a Dilophosaurus yep Dilophosaurus who attacks him right <laughs> but he doesn't attack him right away right so right. so if you remember the scene what happens is nedry is down in the mud in the water and stuff and he's tying his tow cable around a tree and he looks up and there's a little cute little dinosaur there and it kind of coos at him and kind of walks after him a little bit in a nice little cute way and it's only when nedry gets back to his car and the dinosaur is in the car with him when the the flaps open up on the dinosaur's neck and yeah. make a huge ring around his face and he gets super mean and scary and he just destroys him. And all you see is the outside shot of the car rocking yeah. back and forth. Yeah. So <laughs> terrifying. So so and that scene pans, happens. Hands down to the Barbasol. Yeah, to the Barbasol full of the dinosaur <laughs> DNA. And full of cream because it does both. Remember? Oh, truth. <laughs> um, okay, so, so anyway, so that's a scene that happens in the movie. And here's the fan theory behind it. So, again, this isn't anything that was ever explained in the movie. This is something that the fans kind of came up with. Because the question was, why didn't the dinosaur attack him first? Why did he wait until they were in the car, right? Right. Now, 
the 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 cynic in me, the the realist in me says because it made for a better scene in the movie. Right. You know, to have him be attacked in the car because then he can't escape and whatever else. It's it's a little more terrifying when you're confined and the dinosaur unfurls his mad, you know, gills or whatever those are, his fins. Uh, but the fan theory says, oh, he didn't attack because Nedry was outside in the rain and he had his yellow rain jacket up over his head. And it looks like it creates a big, uh, you know, the the gills that expand from the dinosaur. Right. It looks like that. So the dinosaur thought he was one of his own. And the fan theory even goes a little deeper because all the dinosaurs on the island are uh, female. Right. Right. That was explained in the movie. Right. So it takes that little piece of information and says, well, all the dinosaurs are female. And so this little female dinosaur met an unknown figure that looks similar to her enough with the stuff around his face, but different enough where she was attracted to him. And that's why she was cooing and hopping after him Ah. and being all cute. And then only in the car after he puts his hood down, does she lose her mind and realize that she was tricked. And so she, you know, goes enough stupid spits acid in his face. Oh yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Like acid goop. Not even like, it was like the, the stuff that makes uh, venom. Right? Yeah, that's gross. From Spider-Man. Gross. Gross. So there's a fan theory. <clears throat> so, so my question is, I've never thought of it that way. When I, that's just crazy. Yeah. So, so my question is, in the world of fan theories, there's a lot of different stuff. There's stuff that kind of picks out little details here and there that are presented, and it ties them together in a very satisfactory way. Like I feel this one does, the one in Jurassic Park, like. It takes the fact that he's wearing a rain hood and then he puts it down and all the dinosaurs are female. So it takes these little pieces and puts them together to explain why something happens. But then there's other fan theories that I feel like are just reaching. It's just fans making up. It's like fan fiction. Right. Just for the sake of continuing the story or the lore or making something up for themselves. For example, this is another one I want to hit on. Star Wars. Yes, and and we've talked about this a lot. There's a lot of there, there's a ton of fan theories about Star Wars, uh, but the one I want to talk about specifically, if you have any, you can yeah, definitely chime in in a second. But the one I want to talk about is uh, why are the Sith lightsabers red? Right? Why? You, are yeah. you asking me? Well, so 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 I'm saying, do you know the fan theory behind it? So Darth Vader, right? We're, we're talking about like the OT, the original uh-huh. trilogy. Darth Vader had a red lightsaber, and that was a big deal. And in the time between the original trilogy and the, what do you call them? The, the prequels, yeah. prequel trilogy or uh, whatever. Yeah. There was a lot of the better uh, trilogy. Books. <laughs> just no. No, Ooh, easy there. there was a lot of uh, books that were in and fan content and theories and expanded universe, right? That's what uh-huh. it's called. The expanded universe uh, that would explain all these reasons why the Sith use a red color for their lightsabers. Do you, right. do you know why? Or why their lightsabers are red, according to the expanded universe and oh, yeah. the corrupted crystals. That uh, in Star Wars, <laughs> Chris is going to put his nerd hat on. Please. Um, in Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, in in a Jedi's lightsaber, there's a device called a kyber crystal. Okay. <laughs> this kyber crystal is the energy source. I can't keep doing that. It's too hard. It's the energy source that can uh, powers the lightsaber um, and gives it its color, right? And so, and the crystal is like a living. So the color comes from the crystal. Yeah, and it's a living crystal. Where do they get the crystals from? Um, underground. Duh. 
<laughs> Where else do you get crystals? The Jedi crystal mines? Yeah, they do. Of Moria? Actually, actually, it's funny you say that because uh, they the crystals were never part of like approved movie canon, right? Uh, up until Disney made Rogue One, and then uh, that's what the Empire is harvesting out of Jeddah. The plant, the, oh. the city on the planet that the Death Star blows up, because the Death Star, which again was never part of, like no one ever told you how the Death Star shot this giant laser with mm-hmm. enough power to blow up a planet uh, until Rogue One. They go, oh, it's just a bunch of kyber crystals, right? And so they, oh really? Yeah. So oh. that's I haven't seen Rogue One. What? So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix. Do we so. need to do a whole nother like Marvel episode, but on Rogue One? Actually, that'd Maybe. be really cool because because if you you've seen other Star Wars movies, right? Like, yeah. Have you yeah. seen all the other ones? Except uh, for, like, I haven't seen the newest one that came out. Okay. The one where Luke. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Uh, anyways, this is a whole t- conversation. Con- different conversation for a different time. Uh, yeah. So the Kyber crystals are what determine the color of the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. At green or blue. Green or blue. Typically. There's no red. Uh, well, there's purple. Because Mace Windu, one badass mud up. Damn, anyways. Uh, Samuel L. <laughs> Jackson would say. But uh, yeah, he wanted purple. So yeah, there there was no red. Mm-hmm. But that the theory I believe you're talking about is that they were corrupted crystals. Or yeah. or in some cases, I, I believe in canon now, it's synthetic crystals. Mm-hmm. So corrupted ones uh, or uh, synthetically made yeah. crystals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so. Th- so the crystals were turned red by the dark side of the force, the Sith, the they were bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the fan theory, right? That's yeah. kind of what came about outside of the movies and like you said the the canon and everything. Um but what the the real reason why they were red was because George Lucas thought that red looked like a really cool color to fight against blue. <laughs> it does. In the dark. You know, there's, I mean, there's that one scene where Darth Vader and Luke are fighting and everything's dark around them. And, and they, they don't even have, Darth Vader doesn't even have his lightsaber turned on yet. You just see his silhouette and he's kind of standing there in this super dark room. And then you just see this long red shaft of light go. <laughs> and, it's such a cool moment because everything's dark and and then it, it f- suddenly has this like just subtle red glow to it because his lightsaber turns on such a cool moment. And I'm sure George Lucas in his mind wasn't like, well, it's a crystal and he, you know, obviously he's a Sith. So he corrupted the crystal and that's what turned to red and stuff. He just goes, I don't know. Red's a cool color. Yeah. You know, what, what, it's like, what, what would look different than a good guy's? You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Red. Well, and, and they also had green, laser fire from the tie fighters and the uh-huh. death star and the x-wings had, had red, red yeah fire so i think i think visually he was trying to just separate it sure so like at a glance you could be like that's obviously the bad guy and that's obviously <laughs> the good guy without any context to the story whatsoever yeah. and then uh but now now star wars has i'm too far from the mic now star wars has every kind of color i feel like yeah they got purple they got yellow randomly i guess yeah, yellow yeah fully understand that well in the purple lightsaber mace windu yeah. right so mace windu has a purple lightsaber and i'm sure there's some in-universe explanation that fans kind of came up with like yeah, oh yeah it's is. because whatever whatever i didn't dive too deep into that but 
in Star. the real world, he has a purple lightsaber because Samuel L. Jackson just thought uh-huh. it was cool. It's his he favorite just, color. It's and his he favorite wanted color. He to just stand wanted out. To, yeah, he just was like, well, if I'm going to be in Star Wars, then I'm going to, I want to be way different. So, yeah. Okay, here you go. And here's the thing: Star Wars fans <laughs> are some of the crappiest fans. Because uh, you have you have good Star Wars fans, you have diehard Star Wars fans, and then there's this really loud minority of fans <laughs> who are just pissy right now about everything. And I can't wait for the fan theories that they have to unjustify mm-hmm. all the new stuff. They'll be mm-hmm. like, here's why it doesn't work! Yeah, And just, you know, they can sit there and they're fat ass and eat their waffles like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm... Star Wars is such a painful point. I, I'm I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And I love everything that they're doing. Ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Because we forget that there's like one perfect Star Wars movie. And it's The Empire Strikes Back. And that everything before and after that is super flawed. Except maybe Rogue One. It might be the other perfect movie. But that, the prequels are riddled with problems. Story, acting, mm. dialogue, focus, you know, all that stuff. And then the new trilogy is the same problem, and I love it. Because if there's one thing Star Wars maintains, it's the consistency that we <laughs> love it, even though it's not perfect. Yeah. But the fans, and I get it to a point, the fans are like, well, I wanted to hear about this character, and I believe it. This is how we wrote it in this book. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, just do something different. Yeah. Because that's more fun. Don't do the whole Marvel men- mentality, which is to give the fans exactly what they want. Every time we go see a movie, because it just gets boring. Fan so, service, fan instead service instead of fan theories. Yeah, like I, there's some good fan theories out there where you go, ooh, ooh, that yeah. would that would actually be pretty cool if you made that movie. Like that would actually be really difficult, really challenging. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. Anyways, we're not talking about feelings. <laughs> no, so that so, but that example with the lightsabers in Star Wars—that's like the second type of fan theory. So the first one was like where, where they grab little pieces, and it's never explicitly said that that's the reason why something happened. But they, but it, they use little pieces of information throughout the movie or book or whatever to explain why something happens. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's clever and super observant. And then there's another type of fan theory with like the lightsabers, where they just kind of make up stuff because it's cool. Yeah. Right? Where they go, well, uh, we don't know why it was red, but wouldn't it be cool if this was why? Because they used the crystals and they corrupted them and stuff. And, like, that kind of fan theory happens after the fact. And then, in some cases, the creators actually take those and go, man, that's cooler than anything I intended or could come up with. So, yeah, that that is now canon. We're going to accept that. Um, And then there's a third type of fan theory. And you may have to correct me if I'm wrong, because I've only read about this. As I said earlier, I have not seen the new Star Wars movie. But, uh, spoilers, I guess, if, if you care about that right now, Luke, like, astrally projects himself in the final fight, right? Like, that's not really Luke. Well, I mean, the Force is a living entity. Okay, but <laughs> but it's not the Luke Skywalker, right? In in that final battle, it, it, here, here's what okay, I'm getting let at. Me t- let me tell you my oh, theory please. about this. Please, I'm just kidding. I don't. Oh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, so so, but here's what I'm getting at though, because a lot of people said like, oh, they noticed that Luke looks younger. Uh, yeah. during that fight. Like he's all of a sudden not as old as he was back on his, his Island. Or they said, Oh, he doesn't leave footprints in the sand, the sand that turns red. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. So, yeah. So, so there's all these little clues there that 
that should tell you that's not really him or or he's not physically there right so that when he dies when when they you know whatever it's not did he die then? how because yeah. i have a theory about this please i have a theory about this but but those those are people call those fan theories too they go oh look here's my fan theory look you don't notice his footprints you don't he looks younger and to me that's not a theory that's just clever foreshadowing it's clever because it's clever observation right right because if you go back and watch the stuff in the movie that i pointed out here you go yeah Uh, i put it on my instagram go like it yeah and that's it's different from the first type of theory that we talked about with jurassic park because those subtle clues were intentionally put in there by the people who made the movie to point to the fact that he's not really real they didn't intentionally it in jurassic park say that all the dinosaurs were female to explain why the dinosaur attacked Nedry. That's not, (laughs) that's not why that line was in there. They did it. They did it because it was supposed to be like, Oh, scientifically sound. I mean, you got to think if you have a bunch of animals out, you know, whether they're caged or not, Mm -hmm. you know, this is kind of like Jurassic Park's kind of like caged yet free range. They're going to get jiggy with you, right? (laughs) Free range dinosaur eggs. Yeah. Yes. Uh, please. Um, but but you're gonna have them like jiggy with each other at some point, right? Like one T Rex gonna look at the other and go, "Yo, your arms are so tiny," mm. and they're gonna have more. And that's that's what they. I think that's why they wrote it, because in the book it's like that too, where they say no, they're all female, mm-hmm. um, and it's to explain the fact that yeah, if we were to go and make it like this, we'd have to stop it. We'd have to be able to control the population yeah. of of these animals. So you're right, like that wasn't the intended outcome. It's just that some fan connected two arbitrary dots mm-hmm. that are, are rooted well enough in in what's in shown. the established canon, yeah. yeah. And so it's like it's being clever beyond clever. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the extreme fan theories that are you know they they connect these dots that have nothing to do with anything, yeah. and they just because or they, they want make it. up dots, yeah. to connect them, yeah. And they go, yeah. well, what if? And that's one thing that drives me nuts with most movies and even some TV shows where there are things never discussed never talked about and maybe it's rooted in some other source material like mm-hmm. in, in the marvel world comic books and in dc there's a lot of this where they just assume that you know certain things that mean nothing to the story mm-hmm. but they expect you to just kind of go with it and it's because it's rooted in some comic book that came out in the 70s and you're like that but that has nothing to do and they're like yeah but we did it yeah and that's that's the theory you're like they're just stupid yeah. Stupid! I found, a, I found a theory. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, have you heard about the one about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Wh- wh- which one? <laughs> tell tell Drew. Uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is actually set in heaven. He's dead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, so okay. get this. Um, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith, moves from his parents' house in West Philadelphia. Born to, and raised. To born, born and raised. <laughs> On the playground is where I spent most of my days. Um and lived with his wealthy aunt and uncle in Bel Air. One theory claims that Will is actually was actually killed in the fight. Oh, in his in the in yeah, the song, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, they got they got a in couple a fight. of guys that were up to no good. Started making started trouble, making in, trouble in his neighborhood. <laughs> um, and that the rare cab, right? Because he says, you know, it's a rare cab. Oh or yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, was actually God taking him to heaven. Okay. 
and uh, Bel Air is really heaven, mm-hmm. which sounds super Hollywood egotistical, but whatever. Um, and that he his whole thing is that he can't yet get into complete heaven. He's kind of like in purgatory because oh, yeah. he has to come to terms with who he is and grow and develop, which is what the show's all about. Um, and there's a couple occasions in the show where his parents come and visit, um, and they're visiting his grave. So mm. they're they're actually like there's this like. <laughs> blend of of he can see them yeah. but they're not there kind of thing anyways that one's kind of weird <laughs> but, but it is I, I, like, I got another one like that yeah so have you seen about, rugrats oh yeah yeah dude this one's dark yeah this one is know. you know what i'm this, about to talk it's about it's actually like <clears throat> on on a certain a certain <laughs> level this takes a phenomenal kids nickelodeon cartoon yeah and makes it the darkest thing that you can never watch yeah like after this i couldn't I can't look at Rugrats. Rugrats was one of my favorite shows as a little kid. And this fan theory says that they're all dead. The kids. Oh, the kids are dead. Yes, the, the kids are dead. All these infant kids. Yeah. Let's, and let's they basically this- died when they were little. Um, so I, I had this written down. I'm not going to search for it right now. But basically, the, the fan theory says that like they all died from different reasons. Um, like So there's the twins, Phil and Lil. Uh-huh. And the whole reason, oh, and Angelica's not dead in this oh, yeah. in this fan She's theory. Angelica's dead. alive. She She's imagining see, all the yeah. other kids, or or seeing them, you know, or whatever. Uh, but no, no, I think I read one that sh- said that she she sees them quote unquote okay and plays with them because she, that's how she's coping with the loss right like right she's that's insane. her that's her mechanism yeah. of yeah and that's why she controls them because she they're not there right uh, so oh. so like the twins phil and lil they were uh they they it was like a miscarriage or whatever like she knew that those parents were about to have a baby but i'm looking but they never up. knew oh. the gender and so to compensate she just imagines that there's two there was two of them a boy and, boy a, and a girl, girl right oh that's so dear. um uh, Tommy Pickles uh, was dead, and and the dad was the toy inventor or whatever. Yeah, and uh, so he goes crazy trying to recreate all these toys and things to satisfy that need. Uh, Chucky died with his mom. Uh, that's why you never yeah. see the mom in the yeah. show. Um, I think that's it. I think it's just the yeah. Those. But I mean, yeah, so that how do you explain Dill? later the baby uh there there was a reason for that i should look this up because i I thought i remembered it better but what should i google rugrats are all dead here's (laughs) here's what i found um chucky died in 1986 along with his mother oh there's dates to this yeah that's why chaz is a nervous wreck all the time yeah uh chaz is i guess is his dad Tommy was was born in 1988, but he was a stillborn. Oh, that's dark. I, I found what you're reading. Keep going. Uh, and that's why Stu is constantly in the basement making toys uh-huh. for the son who never had a chance to live. The Devilles, oh, had an abortion in 1990. Uh, Angelica couldn't figure yeah. whether it would be a boy or a girl, thus creating the twins. But then, but then it also <laughs> like beforehand it says that the uh, the theory expen- extends. From the childhood years into the all grown up spinoff and ends with Angelica dying of a drug overdose. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like where the, that's where the theory goes. Is that the theory goes beyond just the show? Is yeah. that there's this the grown up spinoff that they did, which was a miserable failure. <laughs> but they say like because Angela like she doesn't die at the end, but like it's kind of alluded that she's not well. Yeah. And so the theory is that she dies of a. This is the darkest yeah. kids show. Same with. Um, have you Whoa. seen Ed, Ed, and Eddie? 
Yeah. There's another, there's a very similar fan theory that they're all in purgatory. They're all kids who have died throughout time. And that's why all the kids have like different, like uh, Johnny, the one with the plank grew up in the great depression. That's why he Uh plays with a plank, Mm. you know, plank of wood. Uh, There's that, the Rolf, uh, like, what was he? The son of a pig farmer. (laughs) And he, he died like years and years ago. Um, there's the, the one bully kid is like a modern day, you know, whatever. Um, but there's a similar fan theory for that show too, that they're all, they're all dead. And that's why you don't see any grown ups or any other kids or anything is because they're all stuck in this cul-de-sac, which is like purgatory for them. The only real baby was Dill. <laughs> he was the only baby who couldn't speak because he was the only baby that wasn't a figment of Angela's imagination uh, and, or yeah. Angelica's imagination. Angelica couldn't understand why she didn't have any power over this baby like she did with the others. She didn't understand why he wouldn't listen to her. Yeah, because he's real. Because he's, he's just a baby. The two of them grow up to be deeply damaged individuals in Rugrats, all grown up. <laughs> Dill constantly wears hats to cover up the scars and damage to his head that Angelica caused. What? As a teen, <laughs> Angelica followed in her biological mother's footsteps and becomes addicted to various narcotics, the hallucinogens, and invented personality of her childhood come back to haunt her. Oh, yikes. So they make the all grown up thing as if these kid, these, she's losing her mind in a drug instated <laughs> hallucinogen that she is just like, that she's mismanaged her entire yeah. life. Like, so the show is. That is dark. So the show is all about how if you mess up a kid good enough in their young years, it will track yeah. record. I mean, I'm not saying it's not true, but the fact what that about, you. What, what about the little, like, uh, is there anything in there for the little. What's her name? Susie, the black girl? No idea. No. She might be real. There's the little Asian girl that is believed to be uh, Chucky's half-sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there's uh, that one movie where they Kira, his, Kira. his dad gets a new mom. Yeah, Kira had a daughter, Kimmy, uh, is the girl's name, but she was taken away because the state didn't think Kira was... Uh, well, hold on, let me back up. During a trip to Paris, Chaz Finster, who's Chucky's dad... Yep. <laughs> Finster. <laughs> That's a name. Chaz Finster. And it fits his character. Uh, met a ja- <laughs> Listen to this. Met a Japanese prostitute named Kira. <laughs> he married her and she moved to America to be with him. Uh, Kira had a daughter, Kimmy, but she was taken away because the state didn't think Kira was a fit mother due to her profession <laughs> and severe substance abuse problems. What is with the show and substance abuse? Yeah, I don't know. See, this is turning this is turning into a kyber crystal type fan theory we, where it's just people are just making stuff up I at would, this point. Well, I I haven't watched the show since I was I'm, a kid. I'd be so curious to watch it as an adult, knowing this theory. Like, go back, watch it, and go. Oh, yeah. there's the drug. Like, yeah. why is why is Tommy Pickles' dad like covered in white powder? Because he's on coke. You know, yeah. like, I'm making that up. I don't know, but uh, that's. But I'm pretty insane. sure this whole thing is not what the creators. Oh, Susie. Oh, here's Susie. She is. Yeah, Susie is Angelica's only friend and wants to help her get better. Oh, oh, good for you, Susie. Over the year, Susie uh, has pretended that Angelica's imaginary friends were real because she cared for her so much. She she didn't uh, want to take away her only coping mechanism. But in the end, <laughs> Angelica's addiction drove all her friends away, including Susie. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dark ending. But in the end, doesn't matter. Angelica, oh. Oh, um, 
Speaking of like little little kids and babies and stuff, um, <laughs> what a segue! That is uh, have you seen dark. the movie Boss Baby? Yeah, love Boss uh, okay. Baby. So it's Alec so Baldwin I, as yeah. a boss yeah. and as a baby and as a baby, it's clever as hell. Yeah. Uh, so I have my own fan theory about that. Okay, lay it so on. I, this is not something I've I've seen online or anything. This is pure uh, home home brewed uh, stat stamp of approval. <laughs> Fan theory. This is, right. this is a stat theory. Uh, I think that the whole movie is the 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 boy's imagination. What's his name? Timothy. The, the Timothy boy? Templeton. Yeah, <laughs> Timothy Templeton. Why do they come up with these stupid names? Like Tommy Pickles. Tommy Pickles. Dill Pickles. <laughs> well, but no, that's the thing, right? But that's the thing. Dill Pickle in the show didn't come in until seasons later. Yeah. So how well, he came know? after the first movie. Like he wasn't even part yeah, of the the, the OG the Rugrats. Yeah, he, he was in the Rugrats movie. Yeah, you're right. Because that's what yeah. it starts with. But why would you name like wh- why did you Tommy uh, Tommy Pickles? Someone's like, yeah, that's it. The whole yeah. family of pickles. Stew Pickles. And then and yeah, and then you get to drive into it one joke. Later, when you've reached success, and no one can plan that stuff out like that. Yeah. And then say, oh, okay, we're going to name the next kid Dill. Like Dylan. But we'll call him Dill. Then we'll be Dill, <laughs> Dill Pickles. Pickles. It's like, like. Yeah. What was I the dog's know. name? Oh, Spike. Spike? Spike. Oh, yeah. Hey, Spike. Hey, Sp- <laughs> um, so my theory, though, about Boss Baby is that um, the entire, the, mo- most of the movie, not the entire movie, but most of the movie, uh, from the time when the the boss baby comes home to when he goes back to right. heaven or wherever the, they live, I guess, uh, I up in the clouds somewhere, uh, back to his corporation. That whole entire sequence, which is most of the movie, is all Timothy Templeton's imagination. Because So here's my theory. Let me explain it. Uh, at the very start of the movie, it's very, very well established that he has an active imagination and, and that he had, imagines all this stuff and all these adventures. And he like go, he dives underwater and he goes on a safari and he tames a lion and sharks and all this stuff, pirates with his parents, <laughs> right? And he's playing right. with his parents. And then uh, his parents bring a baby home. And if you're a little like, say you're five year old, years old, right? You think that this baby is going to run your house right. because your parents are all of a sudden catering to his every whim. So you're going to imagine that he's, he has, the, he's the boss. He has kind of bad parents though. Yeah. Like when you watch it, like, and if you're your theory's true sure we're seeing a perspective mm-hmm. but his parents are kind of crappy parents yeah uh, they're idiots they just let him drag the one kid around by the car outside like oh yeah like yeah. the boss baby drags him from and i'm like why would you let that's not well jimmy kimmel dangerous. and uh phoebe are not gonna be the best couple to raise kids <laughs> no. probably no. um no but seriously though all the clues are there so so if you're a five-year-old kid you're gonna imagine that your newborn baby brother is the boss right of your household you're gonna imagine that uh so, so there's the whole scene like you said where he's dragging him around by the car in the backyard which and the and cuts when are so funny because yeah it goes from like this it's like an action movie so to good. what the parents are seeing right? right it only switches to the mundane normal stuff when the parents are looking at him so <laughs> that's another thing that kind of lends itself to this theory because uh, he's imagining all this crazy stuff's happening he imagines the whole thing about baby core and now here's the kicker uh his parents go away on a vacation and and you, you hear him explain that his parents launch products for this puppy yeah. company. You launch products. And that's a 
that's a pretty common term. Like if you're in marketing, I'm going to launch a campaign, right? I'm going to yeah. launch this. And he thinks that they're actually in Whoa. space. Did you, actually, Did you hear that? Did you hear that? That they're, they're actually, actually in, going to launch a rocket? What his parents are going to be doing is actually, <laughs> actually launching a rocket up into space. <laughs> no, really. Like, they're going to launch, they're going to physically launch a rocket full of puppies. Right. 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 And that's what a little kid would imagine Product is actually launch. happening. Yeah. And there, there's also a scene right at the very start of the movie before the boss baby even comes home where the train goes around his room to wake him up in a Rube Goldberg style alarm clock. And as the train goes around, you see a bunch of things that happen later in the movie. You see uh, the mousetrap game that catches them. When they're looking at the folder, I've seen this movie a lot, by the way. My little kid watches it all the time. You see the game Mousetrap, and that's what actually catches them later on right. when they're in Holy. Puppy Co. I need to watch this. You see a hamster, like a gerbil tube cage yeah. thing, and that's what they crawl up in the end while the babysitter's chasing them, and they're going to the rocket. Huh. Uh, but you see a bunch of stuff that foreshadows events that happen later on like he would imagine them you know like he's getting inspiration from little stuff around his room and then he's imagining that they're going on these great adventures <sighs> this theory makes so much sense yeah because because notice when the baby actually comes like when he comes for real at the very end of the movie he's just a baby he doesn't talk he's not whatever you know he's not he's not also how as a parent do you not like realize you have a different baby at the end oh yeah, I don't. I don't get it. <sighs> I love it was that the movie. men. It was the Men in Black, uh, you know, babies. <laughs> yeah, just look right here. You want to forget? Ah, that yeah, that that movie that changes. Yeah, that's that changes so. That's my things. own. That's my own little uh, stat fan theory. So take that. You want to hear? Too, you want to hear a terrible theory? Uh, I have a terrible one. Yeah, please. This one makes me like mad. Rugrats wasn't terrible enough. Well, Rugrats is sad and dark, and I can't. I honestly can't watch that. Like, even like when people bring it up, they're like, "You remember like the Rugrats?" Bam, 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 bam. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I can't watch that anymore. Like, I don't want to." Ba I just. I remember if you were a cool kid, if you could play that theme song on the piano, mm. you'd be like, dee, 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 We did dee, the recorders dee, in school, dee. you know. <laughs> um, this one's stupid. I found just now. Because uh, I, unlike you, uh, did not come prepared with fan theories, so I've been sitting here Googling them. <gasps> this one makes me mad. Sid, from Toy Story, <laughs> yeah, uh, became a garbage man to uh-huh. save toys. Yeah. See, this is what's that's, stupid. That's a reach. This is a reach. This is a reach because 90% of this theory has already been handed to you, and you just you took a, a right turn instead of a left or straight just because you wanted to all of a sudden justify a terrible person. Yeah. Probably because the person who came up with this theory is a Sid in real life. Probably. And they're a psychopath. So it says, uh, in the original Toy Story, Sid is a troubled boy who tortures his toys. So they get back at him by coming to life in front of him and creeping him out. Hmm. Uh, later in Toy Story 3, we see that Sid has become a garbage man. Throughout the trilogy, Sid is still the only person to have seen the toys, then uh, they've seen that toys can actually come to life. So the fan theory concerning his profession is that he is saving discarded toys. We already know that Sid does actually have a creative ability to repair toys by making hybrids. <laughs> I love how they call it that. Hybrids. It's like hybrids. Not monstrosities. Not monsters. Not Frankenstein toys. <laughs> not baby dolls with their heads uh, shaved and an eyeball missing on amalgamations a metal... of mutants. No, which may be creepy, but are still functional. 
<laughs> also, did you ever get the stripper pole? Yeah, the fishing right, pole. Yeah, the fishing yeah. pole with the stripper yeah. with the with the legs, Barbie legs. The Barbie legs. And yeah, he's like, oh, it's a stripper pole. Maybe Sid learned his lesson in the first movie. See, <laughs> that's that's the far reach, right? They're going. Maybe he learned his yeah. lesson. The toys yeah. came alive. He learned his lesson. No, what happened is this: the toys came alive. Sid's what, like twelve, thirteen, mm-hmm. maybe in the movie. Yeah, the toys come alive. And I, I hate this theory because it's it's saying, oh, like, Sid turned his life around. People don't do that. Like, it's not... It's he, being, he became a garbage yeah, collector. He became what a, a garbage... Because that was sacrifice. the only way he could save toys. You know how else you save toys? You go to Goodwill and you go buy them. <laughs> yeah. And you get them off of that, you know, that bin. You go to every toy, you know, you go to every toy fair. You go to the farmer's markets. You go to the... Yard sales. Uh, flea markets, yard sales. And you buy boxes of toys. You don't go through people's garbage... <laughs> And look for toys yeah. to save them. Yeah. And it's but it's such a stupid theory because they go, He's he's a good person in the end. No. It's supposed to tell you that if you're a crappy person as a kid, if you're a crappy kid, you're gonna you're, collect you're, garbage. You're gonna be a garbage man as for an the rest adult. of your life. And you're not gonna <laughs> like it. It's not it's not gonna be like an in-between thing. You're not gonna be the guy, you know, being the boss, and I'm not trying to throw garbage. And, every, and, and even if he is collecting the toys, people probably think he's crazy. Like yeah. all of his colleagues and, and well, coworkers no, and stuff go, Oh yeah, that's, that's the that's the garbage collector that's collecting the toys ready, from the ready trash. For my theory? Here's yeah. my theory. Yeah. Sid the toys come alive in his backyard. Mm. Scare the hell out of him, right? The ones coming out of the mud, you know, yeah. Woody's like turning yeah. his head all around, all exorcist style. Like that point of the movie should terrify someone sid has a mental break right he's afraid to go into his room he's afraid of toys uh, of his sister's doll yeah his sister's sister's like, doll. <laughs> right in his face <laughs> with the pterodactyl head <laughs> um i fixed it um but that he loses his mind his parents uh check him into a child's mental institution start getting him help right he's mm-hmm. going to therapy he's later medicated and him as a garbage man is actually him coming back into society for the very first time. Mm. He's he's gotten a job, and again, I I don't mean to throw garbage men under the bus whatsoever or under the truck. <laughs> 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 um, but he is he's reacclimating himself into society, mm-hmm. and that's why he comes on. He's got the cool like '90s shades. I don't know why he's got the yeah. Because Toy Story 3 came out in, what, like, the 2004, 2005 or something like that? 3? No, no, 2004, 2005. No, 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 Toy Toy Story 3, right? Toy Story 3, yeah. I thought it was, like, 2011 or 12. Maybe, yeah. I know know that the first one came out in, like, 95. Keep going. I got infinite knowledge at my fingertips. Yes. Thank you, internets. Um, But he's wearing these, like, 90s-style shades, his garbage man vest, and his Sid shirt, right? So... The creators, and this is what kind of makes me mad about 3D movies. Everything, everything Mm. in a 3D animated film is purposefully placed there. Everything. Every piece, every background, every, you know, everything. Someone created it. Yeah. It's not an accidental location shooting that was like, oh, we can. So when people start connecting stuff. It's not like like in The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings or whatever. When you see a car drive by in the background, you just go, oh, okay. Like, well, someone just happened to drive by. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if we, that happens in an animated it. movie, somebody made a car yeah, to drive someone, by. And someone had to spend yeah. not just a few seconds doing that. Like, they have to build it. They have to create physics around it. They have to, you know, there's so much lighting around it. 
And and so it's intentional. And that's what makes me mad when people go, have you heard this fan theory about Pixar movies all being in the same universe? And I go, I don't actually think it started that way. I think it became that. And they just played into the need, right? Mm-hmm. Like we want to see, we want to see, we want to turn on Toy Story and we want to see a toilet seat cover that looks like Scully from Monster. Is that his name? Scully from Monster. Sully. 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 Scully. That's a, that's a X Files. Um, yeah, we want to see stuff like that because then it's like, oh, I got the reference. Yeah, I clapped when I saw that. It's just, and it, in my head, it's like it's kind of it's clever, it's fun. No kid's gonna really care, right? Like, so, so is this another example of a a crystal? A kyber crystal fan theory where we kind of made it and the creators said, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good idea. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. The kyber crystal, though, that fan theory is rooted in, I think, what what Disney's trying to do with Star Wars is they realize they messed up at the beginning by just hard cutting off the original legacy canon. Right? Mm-hmm. They're like, none of this exists. And what they've been doing is they've been trying to reintegrate certain things into... Yeah. The current canon, so they get us, they get our buy-in, right? They're like, oh yeah, like Kyber Crystal, we're like, it's finally real! Yes, mm-hmm. I'm a nerd, yes. Um, I think, I think stuff like that though with Pixar movies is kind of just fan servicing. Yeah. Because, like, you think about it, like, why does why does every Marvel film have to end with a post-credit scene? Because they started doing it just to ramp things up, but then yeah. they realized that everyone expected, expected it. Mm-hmm. So they deliver it, and and what have they been doing the last like three movies? You haven't seen them, uh, but <laughs> I, I was I don't uh, know. You yeah. tell me. They're awful. <laughs> the post end credit scenes are terrible because like one of them is a complete troll on the audience. Captain America comes out and he's like, "Hi, uh, good thing you stayed through the credits," and nothing happens. You're like, "This is a waste. I wasted my time." Hmm. The one at the end of Infinity War. So it's just kind of shoehorned in there. Yeah, it's shoehorned in there because we want it. And then we complain when it's not good. And I go, yeah, because you're not the creator. Yeah. You're just complaining and yelling yeah. and screaming and yeah. getting on the internets and saying. Uh, Toy Story 3 came out in 2010, by the way. <gasps> 2010? FYI, yeah. I was saying like 2004. You were way closer. June. Yeah, in June of 2010. Yep. Man. Um, okay, real quick, because we're, we're running kind of short on time. There's a few other fan theories that I want to throw out just to let people know that they exist. Uh, maybe kind of go look up the details on your own. James Bond. James Bond is a code name. <gasps> That's not the the actual name of the agent. The fan theory states that James Bond is just a secret agent code name for the individual going on these missions. That explains how in all the movies the actor changes, yet everybody still refers to them as Bond. And it can't it kinda also fits in with all the other code names that exist in MI6, like Q, M, M Money Penny, Penny, right? All these people, the names stay the same, but the people change. Um, however, th- th- this is this is something that I love though. I I love that fan theory because it makes a lot of sense and it plays into the source material because that is something yeah. that a secret organization would have, right? They would have code names. They, they wouldn't use their real name for a secret yeah. agent. They'd well, give them a code name and, and they they'd use the same code name for multiple people. And you wouldn't be a secret agent going out and telling people like, "I'm sorry, who are you? I'm Bond, James Bond." They're like. Okay, and your social security number? Yeah. Two five four zero zero five four five four. 
you'd be like, no, like, why would you, why yeah. would you do that? It's, yeah, why would you all... give out your own name? Yeah. Of course you would have a code and name. Almost no one refers to him as 007 except for Q. Mm-hmm. And, and occasionally someone in MI6, right, or if he's yeah. in trouble, they'll call him 007. Yep. Like, M will call him out on that. And, yeah, but it's yeah. like Bond for everything else. The, the most disappointing part of this fan theory, though, is that the creator of it, Ian Fleming, the guy who, like, originally wrote the books, came out and said, no, it is one person. His name is actually James Bond. Here's the thing. Ian Fleming's dead. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want once they're dead. Because <laughs> um, the Broccoli family owns it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how to say their last name. Yeah. I think it is actually Broccoli. Yeah, I think it is, too. It's the only Broccoli I like, because their movies are great. <laughs> um, did you know, speaking of Ian Fleming, do you know what other great book slash movie he uh, is credited with? What? Writing? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like it is. Yeah, I was. It was like a decade ago, and I saw a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang book, and it said written by Ian Fleming. I was Ian like, Fleming. No way, the Ian Fleming. The Ian Fleming. So then, my theory is: is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang the actual inception of the Q branch? Oh snap! Because of the car, probably. Yeah. See? Because what's what's one of the big things with James Bond movies? The car. The car. Yeah. And all the gadgets and gizmos in it. See, oh see, boys and girls, gosh. boys and girls, this is how fan theories are created. You just sit around, you talk a lot, and you start to connect dots that never Carol! had any connections. Carol! Carol! Um, there is no Carol in the, HR. The, the, uh, <laughs> the, other, uh, the, the other interesting James Bond fan theory is that when he orders his signature drink, shaken, not stirred, um, that that is his, like, code phrase to identify himself in certain situations like some like certain bartenders are like like inside like the inside group, right? informants yeah kind of a thing they slip in and or something. yeah and so he'll he'll order a martini shaken not stirred uh i didn't read too much into this but apparently that that way of ordering a martini shaken and not stirred is like super uncommon like you don't order them that way that's not proper etiquette i guess i don't know i like uh, my... so ordering it that way is very uncommon nobody's just gonna walk in and order one so the fact that he does that is his way of tipping off i don't know <laughs> um have you I... heard about the one uh jack dawson from uh is that his name jack dawson yeah jack dawson from titanic uh oh, uh-uh. leonardo caprio's uh character no what's this jack I didn't know his last was name. Was he dead Dawson. the whole time? Uh, no, he's is a the time... Titanic purgatory. <laughs> no, he's a he's a time traveler. because oh. <laughs> <laughs> he he doesn't fit in. Okay, uh, it's one of the most romantic cinematic of, uh, achievements of all time. I don't know. Huh? Have you seen Star Wars? You have you have brother <laughs> and sister kissing each other. Um, mm. The series is uh, the theory is that Jack is a time traveler sent back in time to prevent Rose from committing suicide. Mm. Jack makes a number of references to man-made structures that didn't exist until after the sinking of the Titanic, such as Lake Wissota, which was made five years later, and a roller coaster in Santa Monica Pier, which was constructed four years later. Hmm. Or James Cameron is just an idiot writer (laughs) who thought it sounded good and people could relate. Yeah. Similarly, his rucksack and haircut seemed out of place for the time. It was a movie made in the 90s. Yeah. That's you don't change that. <laughs> Star Wars haircuts are atypical seventy and eighties haircuts. Why? Because they were made in the seventies and eighties. Yeah. See that that Titanic though, I think that kind of fits into the first fan theory we talked about, like the Jurassic Park thing. They took yeah. they took things that exist in the movie, like like he does talk about those anachronisms and, and stuff that hadn't been made yet. 
and the fan theory ties that into a a, a larger but idea but, but think about what that does to the movie that changes what the movie's about <laughs> well, sure because well, sure. because if jack's a time traveling guy why is why he didn't he to stop her? the titanic from uh, departing in the first they place didn't, they didn't have any kids <laughs> they didn't have it like nothing happens he yeah. just prevents her from committing suicide so she can live a lonely life and at the end throw a useless stone back into the ocean yeah you know it what always bugged me about anything. titanic was was she obviously had kids with some other guy and and that gave birth to like the rest of her family yeah right like she had a family with some other guy yet she still holds on to the one guy that she met years and years ago she didn't even know him for that long like, how would you feel being that that lady's husband and always hearing about some guy that she met Jack. on a boat? Jack. Yeah. Oh, Jack. Oh, there you go again. Talk about Jack. Hey, don't play with my don't play with my uh, jewels. Oh, Why, and she, honey, she and she let him drown too. There was room enough. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure the MythBusters actually like did that. Oh, they, did like, they? They, they or, or someone online was like, okay, if you had this, if it was made, all this, the buoyancy, and, and and they said you were in this kind of water. They got the water cold. Uh, Could and, he and have this, survived? Did yeah. They, oh, they're like that thing no was. Way. They he easily could have gotten up yeah. down there and and not capsized or anything. And she just peels his fingers off and lets. Yeah, him go. she's like, Bye. she's the real villain, not the iceberg. She is. She- I just I don't know. Um, <laughs> who was the real villain? Yeah. Who was the real villain? Um, uh, so I, I want to end on a major one, because I know that I've heard you talk about this in the past. Oh, man. Uh, but real quick, there, there's just one last one that I want to throw out there. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, there are a lot of fan theories about Harry Potter. The most interesting one that I found was that... Have you read the books? Or yeah, at least seen yeah. the movies? So, Dementors Both. eat people's souls. Okay? You're safe. And, hey! <laughs> and... And is the that re- why Ron is the only one who like is Maybe. always coherent? Maybe. The Weasleys are like a, a thoroughbred of wizards because because <laughs> they can do everything. They are purebloods. They're pure. The Weasleys they are, are purebloods. Right, they call them purebloods. Yeah. But the Dementors, <laughs> thoroughbreds. <laughs> they have the Dementors have no power over them whatsoever. So they go, well, you know, it makes sense to have you, you know, learn all the how to fight off the dark dark arts. <laughs> is that how Dementors talk when they pull the hood back with their little soul sucking mouths? <laughs> Well, you well, know, we can't really eat these guys. I mean, they don't have a soul. You go for the girl. Her name is Hermione. <laughs> she's really smart. She's a she's a mudblood. And then I'll go for the, hey. the chosen one. The uh, chosen one. Is that what he is? The chosen one, the yeah. Chosen, yeah. Uh, the chosen one. Uh, and then, oh, that ginger mother. We can't. <laughs> we'll just get more frogs off the trolley, lady. <laughs> So the the theory the theory states that the reason why the Dementors are so attracted to Harry Potter and there's stuff in the books that kind of explain and stuff, but the fan theory is the no real other, reason because no other kid has glasses is, in that series is, except for him is because Harry Potter actually has more than an entire whole soul living inside of him because he has an eighth of Voldemort's soul. What? Right? Because that's his horror that book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the fan theory. Is he has in an, he has one and one eighth of a soul inside so him. So them, all the Dementors. So to them, they're like, "How is this happening?" Yeah, it's How like a I... smorgasbord of soul delectables. So Dang. that's the other fan theory. Like I said, there's a bunch. Uh, what I want to end on though, because I know we're running out of time, uh, I want to talk about the Office. It's one of my favorite like shows to just step into 
doesn't matter what episode. I'll step in mid-season somewhere or just find a good YouTube compilation of the best mm-hmm. clips of whatever. And, like, this morning I was watching one. Because uh, I know we you said you wanted to talk about some fan theories with, uh, with the, the office. office. So I decided to get into the office mode mm. by watching this 35-minute co- compilation of the best. Uh, that explains all the gym looks you've been giving me today. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it starts off with Dwight lighting the fire in the office. Uh-huh. What is the emergency procedure? And <laughs> everyone just, is losing it's, their minds. It's just, well, and you forget, like, well, and I, we had a fire at our office uh, for three, four years ago, and we did not panic. Like, at least I don't remember it that way. I don't know, maybe we did, but yeah. we also had doors that worked and we could get out and people were safe and fine. <laughs> but, um, you realize, like, how did Dwight get away with still having a job after that? Like, he lit, he was lighting fireworks off. He had locked doors. Yeah, he jammed he them. Stanley, with the... a heart attack because of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. To date. Oscar fell through the roof. <laughs> Angela has a cat <laughs> in a drawer. Like, the one time you see Save this bandit. <laughs> Save bandit. I only weigh 85 pounds. <laughs> And like Jim's just like I'm not I'm not dying here. Yeah. Like you realize how much he hates being there when he's like I refuse to yeah. die here. Jim turns full survival yeah. mode. Do you know who this the one person who's not in any of those scenes? Uh Toby. 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 Toby's nowhere. Yeah. And I wonder if they like somehow locked him in the annex. But then Kevin you're, goes you're back getting there. into a fan theory. Yeah, do, do you know who wrote and directed that episode? Toby. Toby. Oh, yeah. yeah. So okay. But okay. the fan theory is Dwight locked him away because nobody cares if Toby gets out, yeah. right? <laughs> but Kevin goes straight for the vending machine, which and he, <laughs> he breaks the glass. He, he attacks it. He's not even like. He's not even. It's passive. not. It's not ginger. No. It's not. He just bam, bam, bam. He starts grabbing, <laughs> shoving them into his pockets. And I feel like he had had a plan. Like if I was to create a fan theory, it's like Kevin has an escape plan for this building at all times. Yeah, like he immediately kicked into yeah. survival mode. As, he as soon knew as they what to do. They couldn't get out. He and I don't think it was survival mode. I think it was take advantage of the situation <laughs> mode. Because that's one theory I know you want to talk about is how Kevin's like yeah. scamming, uh, scamming everyone. But that's the thing. I think he thought through and he goes, "No one's gonna care." Why would I? And I like food. Why would I? Like, why would anyone mm-hmm. care if, if this showed up broken yeah. and trashed? And you know, we were in panic mode, and so he goes and he just. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, that's what I did to get in the in the zone. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a theory that Kevin's actually smart. That's the one I actually want to end on because I want to hear what you have to say about that. The only other two that that I really want to talk about are just little one-offs. Oh, there's also the whole Scranton Strangler thing. Like oh. Toby is actually the Strangler. I feel like we we may need to do an actual long form episode on why he's a Scranton Strangler. Cause there's a lot that goes into it. My there's a lot of evidence. Like falling over. Oh no. Shore it up. <laughs> uh, Bob Vance. Bob Vance from Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Refrigeration. Yeah, so he says his name all the time and where he's from. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. The fan theory says that he he knows that the documentary is going to air at some point, so he's getting free publi- uh, publicity by <laughs> so saying... So he just keeps saying his brand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he just keeps saying Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration, Bob, Bob Vance. Vance. And that's why he sponsors so many events and stuff. They say, like, Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration has, you know, decided to buy whatever for the office or, or pay us back for when we got robbed or whatever. Um, and then the other one is there's a super small scene in one of the earlier seasons where uh, Toby says that there's a uh, radon yeah. leaking in the office. 
and and so everyone's going to get radon poisoning. It's in the episode where they talk about like worker safety, like safety in the in the workplace. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Toby <laughs> says, "You know what the silent killer is? It's it's radon. There's radon leaking all over this place." And supposedly this fan theory explains why all the characters slowly become more and more crazy as the series goes on uh, you know because that's in season one isn't it uh it's like season one or season two, one or it's, two? It's, it's pretty early well season one is pretty short it was yeah. like six it episodes only like six episodes yeah. um it's probably season two uh but the so the fan theory goes on and says like that's why everybody slowly gets more and more crazy and that's actually a huge trope in media of all of all kinds. It's called flanderization. Like as people progress, they're always going to be more and more pigeonholed into their defining characteristics. Right. Like how Kevin in the first season is a pretty competent guy. He's just a little yeah, he's slow. Just a, he's a little goofy. He's yeah. a little slow. But and by season seven, eight, nine, he is full on mentally well, retarded can you pick a different word i mean they play a whole episode up for that whole <laughs> I watched, you know trait we went and saw predator uh, uh last night is funny um a pretty good movie actually and i like the predator franchise but the uh the main guy's kid is on the spectrum mm-hmm. and it's kind of this like ragtag group of of guys that they pick up Po- you know to go after the predator or whatever mm-hmm. anyways uh they're all kind of like mentally ill former military guys like one guy has Tourette's. it's like a suicide squad it, oh, yes <laughs> what is this some kind of suicide squad but um so they at one point he's like he says he says retarded they're like you know like he goes he goes man like can't you pick a different word his kid's retarded. <laughs> and it, it, like, it takes this really PC moment, uh, and the guy's standing there, right? Like, the kid's dad's standing there, and it, and it takes this really, like, because he says it, and you're like, yeah, like, in this movie, like, what, you can't say retarded anymore. Like, there's, have you ever seen the movie Three Ninjas? Yeah. It's like 26 years old now. Yeah. I didn't know this until the other day. Yeah, we talked about this the other day. <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. But he says they say like there's a scene where he's like rocky loves emily right and and emily they're on this like can phone and he's like what she's like what's going on and he goes oh it's just my brother's being retarded and you realize like that's just the 90s like that's yeah, just that's just how people that's just how people talk 26 years ago yeah i'm not saying it was right but that that was actually like really okay to have some kids yeah. say that now you'd have like the twitter wars happening right so i thought it was <laughs> the interesting Twitterverse. the twitterverse i thought it was interesting that like predator would be like like oh man like this is retarded like hey man can you pick something some other word his kid's retarded you're like <laughs> what like, yeah and i i lost it i was cracking up the movie was was really good anyways um that was not what we were talking about. <laughs> no, but anyway, so everybody has radon poisoning, and that's why they all act. I think that's one of my more act. favorite theories mm-hmm. because because you're right. Like every character on the show, and even new characters as they would bring them in, slowly or to some degree quickly become insane. Yeah. yeah. Like Andy comes on, and he's a pretty competent sales guy at first. Like when he's at the whatever branch that Jim goes and works at uh, Stanford. Yeah. Andy's got it. Like Andy's one of the crew. They they understand what's going on, mm-hmm. and then the branch gets shut down. And then Andy slowly he over just the all of a sudden can't make a sale. Yeah, he can't sell anything. He can't yeah. do any. And and you got to think if you're closing a branch, but willing to merge people into another, that means that he was cream of the crop for them. Mm-hmm. Like they, he they're willing to take that risk. Um, I think that's why Will Ferrell's character. What what was his character's uh, name? Uh, D'Angelo. D'Angelo. <laughs> 
D'Angelo. Uh, why he just starts to break down because I think the leak's in Michael's office somewhere. Yeah. But Michael had years yeah. built up. And so that's what made Michael And and when Michael comes back in the very last episode, spoilers, uh he's 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 still a little weird you know he's got his comment that he makes about his his he has two phones for all the pictures and stuff yeah but you can tell that he's a lot more mature and a lot more down to earth in the very yeah. last episode because he's had time he's he's been away in colorado yeah and he's had all this time to to raid on his to, leftist system. yeah to come back but i think that's why d'angelo <laughs> loses it i think that's why uh robert california Oh, like slowly yeah. over time, like he goes insane, goes from like just a normal kind of guy to insane. Yeah. And then Andy, like when he's the boss, that's when he, Andy loses his mind. Yeah. Like he's, he's not violent punching the wall, Andy, or aloof, stupid Andy. He's the manager who disappears for three months because he wants to like, yeah. you're like what the, he just can't function all of a sudden. And Oh, it's so funny. See, and that's another case of like real world stuff getting in the way of yeah. of the show itself like i like he oh, left to go no. film the hangover yeah and yeah. <laughs> and so left. it made for some really unsatisfying episodes and story arcs that he was involved in and so as fans you just kind of have to make up a better reason because yeah. you can't go well in real life the actor was just off doing something else you have well, to be like, no, no, like Andy, like he was, he was mentally like scarred from his father and his, and the divorce <laughs> of the parents and he had, he wanted to go on the boat and it was, it's just like, dude, like you're, you're just reaching at this point. You're again, connecting dots that yeah. never, yeah. were never meant but, to be connected. But the, but the radon one makes sense because you can't see it. It's not there. It's established early on and yeah. it's never addressed. Yeah. And it's a slow poisoning process. Yeah. And it's just a throwaway line from Toby. It, but that it's also, another it's another reason for Michael to cuz he says radon it's the silent killer and Michael goes so you're the you you know who's the real silent killer? You are Toby. Go, you are go Toby. back to the annex. Well, and he walks away sense. and under his breath Toby goes, "You'll see. You'll you'll yeah, all see." <gasps> but that's why that's why I think Toby's the string yeah. strangler. Yeah. But I think though too um that's why Toby's character never really changes, and anyone else back in the annex basically mm. stays the same because they're farther away from the radon. True, or not being exposed to yeah. it at all. Yeah, the only the only um, the only major transformation is Kelly. From, I think she gets it from from Ryan. episode two, Diversity Day, where she is like the total normal, like even the way she's dressed, she's all super business, and then to what her character becomes, yeah. But well, again, there's they, an, there's an out of universe yeah. explanation for that yeah. as well. So. It just I don't know. The office is. So do you want do you want to do you want to take us home and tell us all about Kevin? Kevin's not retired. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, Kevin. So you and I spoke about this a few weeks ago, or maybe a few months ago now. But uh, the the fan theory about Kevin, and you actually brought this up to me, mm-hmm. and I kind of like looked at it more, and I've read some things online, and I've watched some handfuls of the episodes where Kevin's is a little bit more of the prominent character that, uh, Kevin is low key scamming the company, uh, and cooking the books. Yeah. And he's really good at it. And so he puts on this front of being the stupid guy. Cause why would anyone, uh, you know, think that it's the stupid guy in the yeah. office. They think it's the smarter guys. Right. And, and he's, yeah. in if you looked at all the accountants, cause there's three of them yeah. and you said one of them is cooking the books, which one is it? You would, Probably, I would guess Oscar. Oscar. Because well, Oscar's super intelligent cause enough Angela, to do it. Angela, like, has her principles. Right? Uh-huh. She's yeah. very principled. Yeah, it's not Angela. Uh, and it can't be Kevin, because no. he's too dumb. Yeah. Well, and why would and why oh. would Angela do it? 
when she like all of a sudden becomes semi-homeless and like that would be the absolute point of like starting to use Mm -hmm. some of that embezzled money right but like kevin and kevin's fine when he when he gets fired spoiler last season yeah Uh, well and and he's competent enough in the very last couple episodes to own and run and manage a bar a bar yeah, uh, and he's just like fine to do that. Yeah, but he's got a gambling addiction the, throughout the whole series. And where's that's he, where's how we he... do it in Dallas. <laughs> that's Dallas. <laughs> and where's where's he getting the money from? Yeah, um, and he, he's single. He has no kids. Yeah. See, that's the other thing. Like Kevin has this life that would lend itself to being able to do whatever he wants. Like he has no nothing else to provide for. Yeah. Nothing else to do. You never see Kevin's house. You never see Kevin's car. You never... Like, Kevin is the most aloof person. You see Meredith's house. You understand... Like, you understand enough about all these characters' lives outside of the job. Mm-hmm. Except Kevin. Except... Well, I was going to say, except maybe Creed. No, you know Creed. That's the thing. Creed but is... But do you? Yeah. Uh, do, do you? you? <laughs> Man, I'm just... Cause I'm there, so glad there, you picked there, me up. There's a line where, where he says uh, that Creed, he stole Creed Bratton's identity and he's True. transferred all of his True. debt. Because that's just what he does. I just keep doing that, and they they always are looking for somebody else. But what if Creed and Kevin are actually in cahoots? Yeah, they could be. I mean, because that could be that could be the because Creed's over quality control, and they they have that one point where he like (laughs) they have what the penis on the paper on the paper that went to all the school yeah Yeah. the yearbooks or whatever. (laughs) Could you imagine that? You open your yearbook and there's just a giant dick senior prank. (laughs) (laughs) But um. Yeah, but like Creed somehow gets away with it. But they all know Creed's incompetent. See, that's the thing. Yeah. But Creed's in quality control. So his job is just to maintain that the paper for the business, for the for the for the office. Like what is I don't understand yeah. Creed's job, to yeah. be honest. Well he doesn't nobody understands nobody it. Nobody understands it's it. A running joke. Um but that would make sense why like him and Kevin are yeah. in cahoots. Yeah. Because one is feeding the quality, like, hey, this is what's coming down. We're making this. Like, here's how we need to cook it. Like, yeah. they basically are the Walter White and Jesse from, from uh, Breaking Bad. That's yeah, what they totally. Are. They're not they making totally meth. Are. They're making paper. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is a shame, though, that some of these fan theories are just exactly what they say. They're fans grasping it at little clues here and there. They're connecting dots that never meant to be connected. Because, yeah. I mean, Kevin, it, it take it for, for what the creators probably meant kevin to be right he's he's a comedic foil Mm -hmm. uh for the show he's he's he fulfills that trope of the big kind of dumb lovable cuddly guy uh and they throw in these little moments where like he seems to know a lot about poker or he really knows how to make a good chili or (laughs) the chili or like there's there's one line where (laughs) they talk about the reason why ryan was fired because he was doing insider trading and, and kevin has a line where he goes oh that's that sounds a lot like what I'm doing. <laughs> he backs up, you know, yeah. and all those little lines here and there are all meant to be funny because it's, it's not like his big dumb character to know how to play poker or to know what insider yeah. trading is. So all these little things are scattered all around because the writers go, Oh, that'll be a funny line for him to say. But when you take everything and smush it together and watch it all in, at once, as, as a fan, you start to connect those dots yeah. Yeah. that are, were never meant to be connected, <laughs> but they make up a, a story that's greater than what the writers intended. I, I think, though, too, with fan theories, to your point, most of them are stupid. Yeah. Like, I think there's these ones that stand out, like the Rugrats one. It stands out because the only alternative is that, no, it's not. And and that the creators couldn't really like why would you why would you make a kids show for kids on a mm-hmm. kids network 
around a, th- a concept like that. It's like, no, 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 that's just, that's just really clever thinking because yeah. none of that is serviced at all. None of that is, you're, you're connecting the dots around a lot of different things, but it, but at the end of the day, it doesn't change the show really, yeah. right? And that's what I like about theories like that. What I hate is when there's fans trying to uber justify things like just overly justify saying this is why but i also hate speculating i hate in movies and shows where you have to they're like well if you have to explain something after the movie came out you did a bad job you know if it, if it's you know I, I, in most cases i would, most I would cases. agree with you now, there, there, a, there's some movies that that's kind of the point like inception yeah uh, yeah uh, like the prestige 2001 a space odyssey yeah, like, yeah yeah there's movies like that absolutely that require more conversation afterwards but that's that's intentionally the desired outcome right right that right they're like no we want you to think about this but like my big beef with marvel films right now is that they they come out afterwards and they go well oh well here's why we did this and here's why we did this uh and it wasn't a creative choice is that in the story blah 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 and you're like none of that was shown none of that was said none of that was alluded to you just said that to justify this this point of contact you wanted to have yeah and that's the kind of fan theory that pisses me off is when it's so (laughs) it's so uh ambiguous and so ludicrous that you can't uh it's just like it's wishful thinking Mm -hmm. rather than clever observation i like clever observation kevin's thing makes sense the radon thing makes sense because it takes clever observation to come up with those things and say hey this would actually explain how this works but it doesn't change the story right you don't look at it differently it just goes ah, it's kind of kind of interesting but something like uh sid and the whole like he's a garbage man (laughs) saving toys like did you see him pick up a toy and save it no you saw him pick up garbage yeah that's a longer reach than stretch armstrong yeah (laughs) classic i i saw i follow a bunch of these uh retro toy groups on instagram because it's fun to like watch these guys like find these toys from the 90s and stuff Mm -hmm. uh and one of them found like a stretch armstrong and it functions still all that corn syrup and stuff that's inside it and then they found uh what was the villain like mega magna magna man it was like this red version of uh Mm. of it and but you pumped him you had like a little pump that went into his back and you oh and then it vacuumed him right and he would stay in place and it would yeah he got really stiff and hard and he didn't fight him and i thought those are the coolest things yeah stiff and hard that's what she said (laughs) stiff and hard uh last fan theory and then we're gonna end this uh so there is a subreddit if you want to go read more about these fan theories it's just fan theories so it's going to be like reddit.com slash r slash fan theories incredibles 2 why elastigirl was thicker because we like thick girls in incredibles one which happened a week prior to mm-hmm. incredibles 2 elastigirl was worried about bob cheating on her which was evident in her behavior what does she do when she gets her husband back she makes herself thicker to make sure bob isn't going anywhere the top comment says this is why i'm subbed <laughs> <laughs> that is the quality content that we expect from reddit <laughs> this is what i'm subbed uh, as always, though, I have uh, been Stat uh, here with my co-host, Chris Danger. Hey! Make sure that you are taking care of your toys. Don't throw them out or sit will fire. We will see you next time on Not A Joke Podcast. Goodbye! Bye.
What an amazing episode, full of amazing points, crazy viewpoints, and maybe even one of Chris Danger's classic rants. Anyways, if you've lasted this long into the podcast, congratulations, you're one of our favorites. We just wanted to tell you that we are expanding our podcast universe. We are now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, recently added to Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, ah, and hopefully more to come. Anyways, stay frosty, guys. Love you. Oh man, what I, that TikTok app still pisses me off. <laughs> I still don't like you're. Did you watch that video I sent you of the guy who that whole video was like taken down? Do you remember I sent you a video of some guy yeah. on YouTube yeah. and, and with the glasses where he's yeah. like, "Thank you, thank you." Yeah, I like him. And they took his video down again. Yeah, oh. well, they they took that video down. So the, the video, video he did on me. Musically. So he so he made a video on Musically where he just kind of like it was like a reaction video. He just went online and started watching stuff, and he was right. like, "This is horrible. It's like child porn," and yeah. and <laughs> they is. they took it down. They okay. uh, who the company or whoever filed a copyright claim on that video and took it down, even though YouTube allows Musically compilations by the thousands to exist. Right. right. It's like Vine compilations, right? And they and they cited him with like you said the copyright problem. But yeah. it's just censorship. It's modern well, day censorship. <laughs> the funnier part, what I thought was in in his retort video, the one that you sent me. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Oh well, like I figured out how to, you know, kind of get away with it." He goes, "If I review it," <laughs> and he goes, "So that's my review, and I'm gonna put their their yeah. uh, logo right here because now it's a review video, and that's totally okay." Boom! And I was like, "Yeah, man, stick yeah. it to him." No, that that guy he understands it. Uh, I just no, like seriously, like you you've built an app, okay? That is you are taking credit for other people's hard work. Like mm-hmm. I get like the whole like, well, yeah, but like I dressed up for mine and I did this. It's like it's not the same as like paying homage to. It's like you're. You're going out and you're saying, this line was really funny in this movie, so I'm going to do the same thing with my friends, or just me, and then I'm going to post it to this social media account. Mm-hmm. And there are people whose jobs are now making Musical.ly videos. Yeah. Or TikTok. TikTok. TikTok, dumb clock. Uh, 
And that's what I think pisses me off the most, is you're like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why, how are you getting away with, or, or what's the thought process that says, oh yeah, this is really, like, to me it's a, a dime a dozen kind of thing. It's like, it, it's a, that's a weekend extravaganza. It's yeah. like, cool, I'd, hey bro, have you seen this uh, app I downloaded? It's like a free game that has all the advertisements in the world, and for the first couple days you put up with it. And then by like the third or fourth day, you're closing it out as soon as an ad hits. You get your fix and then you bounce. Mm -hmm. That's what TikTok is. <laughs> TikTok's a TikTok is the myth for twelve year olds. Meth? Meth. Meth. Meth and fetamine. Meth. I thought that was Fortnite. Yeah, that's by the way, uh it's crack. Have you heard anything about the new Call of Duty Battle Royale mode? No. Apparently, it's super good. Really? And this is like, I mean, the 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 trend for the last probably three or four years has been that Call of Duty is on a decline. Yeah. And like less and less people keep buying it every single year because they put out one every single year. So this one, the, the one this year comes with a Battle Royale mode. And apparently, it's like, it's really good. It's really well done. And their hmm. pre-order sales are through the roof from what I was hearing. Huh. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Because I'm... I'm not above saying, oh, like, because I totally kind of bailed on Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Their last, like, three games, I was like, eh. It's the same thing over yeah, and over again. It is. But I'm not above saying they don't get a chance. Yeah.